0: So thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. Today's guest is Donna McPherson. I was so freaking excited when I met Donna. She was uh, referred to me by the amazing Larry Wingett when I told him that I was looking for interesting people with interesting stories. And I think one of the first things that that came out of his mouth was, you gotta meet Donna. And I knew your name. I think we might even be connected on Facebook because we we are moving a bit in the same circles, but we didn't get, I hadn't gotten to meet you yet. Uh-huh. So we had our nice little chat and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. So I love the, I love the variation in your background. I love taking what you experienced in one field and turning it into something that on the surface feels like it has nothing to do with that field. But, um, Amazing how it came together. So, why don't you give everybody a little bit of more formal introduction into who you are and what you do, and we'll see if we can't give uh, give some folks some tips on some wisdom.
1: I am sure we can. But first of all, Erin, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I so appreciate it. Love what you do. Also, we're in the same lane, just on different sides of it. So it's awesome. So, what I do? I am a CPA but I really focus on revenue and profit strategies because we all know it doesn't really matter whether you're six, seven, eight, nine, or 10 figures. What truly matters is how many of those zeros are dropping into your bank account. Yes, so my job is to help the um, business owners keep more of what they make.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the first things you and I connected on. I, yes. I see so many people out there teaching entrepreneurs how to make money. And I will put myself right in that bucket. I teach people how to make money. But what you're doing is teaching them how to build wealth.
1: Yes. And, that is and both pieces are crucial because you first have to make it in order to have it.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, it does help, right?
1: <laughs> it does help to make it and you know <laughs> you
0: can't invest it if it isn't coming in the door
1: <laughs> it's not going to happen not and so that happen. is why both pieces are crucial and and you know i have um experienced that myself in my own business where you know the first go around i did not focus on making money when i went into entrepreneurship 12 years ago um i wanted to just become a CPA right off the bat with my own firm and practice, and I got this beautiful office in um, Bloomfield, New Jersey, put my shingles out, my credentials, and it felt like a slap in my face when nobody came. Wow. Because I did not figure out how to make money first. I thought it was going to be automatic by just announcing myself as a CPA and tax professional, and that didn't happen.
0: And, and I think to, a lot. Of, yeah, I think a lot of people fall into the "build it and they will come" trap.
1: You have to know how to get them to come. First of all, they have to know that you have something valuable for them. You have to get their attention, as you know, and then hope that they do choose you amongst everybody else that they have to choose from. That's the reality.
0: So one of the things. Um, this is. This series is really all about not just the tactics, mm-hmm. but the person you have to be yes. to get where you want to go. So tell me a little bit, That sound, a lot of people would have stopped right there. A lot of people would have said, well, I tried, it didn't work, and gone and found a job. So yes. how, did you, how did you keep from doing that?
1: Because, it, you know, for me, I was not new to having to come back. I always sometimes I call myself the comeback kid because I first came to the US from Guyana when I was 20 years old. And then I was told that my credentials and everything that I have wasn't relevant, so I had to kind of like go back to school. Interestingly, I wanted to be a nurse, but uh-huh. that didn't work out. And then I went back to school to become a CPA and accountant. And then they said, well, you can try to become a CPA. And someone said, oh, I'll take you 10 years. And I said, you know what? 10 years will have come and gone, and I wouldn't have gotten it, and I would regret it. So I don't want to deal with regrets. So one of my biggest things is don't put myself in a position where I regret that I had an opportunity and I didn't take it.
0: That's huge. That's huge. So how do you muster up the courage to take the opportunity?
1: Because I think about time is going to go anyway, Erin. Time is going to go. We don't control time. It's what we do with the time. And so when I think of 10 years down the road and missing that opportunity and being 10 years older, that I didn't want to happen. And also a little bit about my background. I lost my parents early. I lost my mom when I was 18, my dad when I was 23. So I've always had to try to figure things out. So that's part of who I am. Figure it out. What's next? What's next? What's next? And even when I let quit my job to become, to start my own practice, I quit my job to relocate to Texas to get married, relocate to Texas. Well, that didn't happen because that was not a marriage I discovered I wanted to get into. So I had two choices. I could go back and beg for my job, or I can take the opportunity to start my own business. Wow. And that's what I did 12 years down the line. I'm still here with my own business doing what I enjoy. So I always look at what can I do to push through, to go forward.
0: So really, and this is another similarity, it's, it's what action can I take?
1: Yes, absolutely. What's done is done. What can I do with everything that I'm looking at? What can I do now? I can give up or I can move forward. And giving up for me is never an option. I'd rather make a mistake over and over again than give up.
0: I love it. I love it. Because what you're really also talking about is one of the most powerful tools that we have and it's our ability to choose yes our ability to choose and this is why i love you (laughs) (laughs) because my my whole thing is about being in charge and not being in reaction mode and what you're talking about is taking whatever situation you have and choosing to be in charge and choosing to take action.
1: In spite of fear. In spite, in of, spite it. of it. Yes, absolutely. Because the truth of the matter is you don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes what stops us is that fear that we're going to fail again or we're going to look silly or we're going to look like we don't know what we're doing. And yes, that is all possible. but if and I probable. And, and it's improbable. absolutely improbable. What if I do nothing different? I will have nothing different than what I have. And if what I have is not what I want, I owe it to myself to do something different.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times in these interviews, I ask people, what was their biggest obstacle? And you're, coming from another country, you lost your parents early, you've moved across the country to something that didn't work out. I don't even know where to begin. What, what would you, <laughs> I don't, so pick any of those, but again, going back to who you have to be, what, which one of those obstacles or hopefully not even a bigger obstacle have you, do you think has shown the most of who you are?
1: I think it has to be um having lost both of my parents early and having to figure out my life and make decisions. Everything else that came after that, I go back to that. I go back to You could have gone in a totally different direction at 23 and you didn't. So there's something in, in all of us that we have to reflect back and say, what could have been the moment that could have destroyed us, but didn't. And use that to climb. Use that as your ladder to climb to wherever you want to go.
0: My brother and I um, say something to each other when one of us is complaining a lot about a situation that's probably not that difficult but we get all in our head about it and we'll say smarter people than us have figured this out or dumber people than (laughs) yes figured this out so it depends on the situation Situation. dumber people than us have figured this out this has stopped smarter people than us
1: yes Um, Yeah, I think we have, all of us, we have to find an anchor. Find your anchor and let that be something that you go to no matter what's going on. In your private moment, you go to your anchor. Yeah, that is. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It absolutely does. Because I think one of the challenges as an entrepreneur is when you start to spiral yeah when you start to spiral so having that anchor to tap into can and
1: sometimes you can just say you know what i've been here before you know and i've gotten out of this like what's i usually ask myself sometimes what's the worst that could happen
0: i love that question
1: and i figure the worst and i said okay if that happens i can handle it not that i want it but it's not gonna kill me i'll be okay
0: Yeah, I love it. It's not gonna kill me. That we use it all the time. But I but did you die? No. No. (laughs) So what are you most proud of? I kind of stuck again because you've had these huge things that you've overcome. What are you most proud of? What did you think, even with all that bravery and all that drive, that you weren't gonna be able to do?
1: You know, I keep surprising myself time and time again. And that's a good thing, because I think the thing I'm most proud of is that I didn't have to go back and get a job.
0: Right. <laughs> I tell you, you're past the point, Donna. You are now most likely unemployable. Get to
1: Someone actually called and offered me a job when the pandemic started, because they figured all of us are going to be in a position with low income or no income. And I got offered a job for, to be the CFO for a Jewish organization right in my neighborhood. And I have a background in nonprofit audits. I used to work for a Jewish accounting firm, auditing firm. So she said, this would be a great, I thought about it. I was really tempted, but I said, they're gonna fire you because you don't know how to take directions anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So I politely said, you know what? I, I think I'm at a place where I am not going to make a really good employee yeah yeah so i'm and, really proud of that and the other thing i'm super proud of is i wrote a darn book
0: yeah you did yeah you did yeah yes, Where did that, yes tell us during the pandemic
1: that. i wrote a book
0: <laughs> as opposed to all these people who said if i only had time to do something
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty stoked about that
0: that's very exciting yeah so tell us more where the idea came from for your book.
1: Well, listen, having um, been in business and finance all these years, I used to think of it like, really like an accountant would. You know, you would think of the numbers and the debits and credits and everything. But when I had my own business, a restaurant, that is when I understand. I really understood what small business owners have to deal with all that fancy stuff we learn in school and all that great stuff we learn in corporate unless you understand how to use some of it to help a small business it's not the same thing the challenges are very different every day and having gone through that i learned some things that i believe a lot of people could benefit from and so that is what i wanted to make my book about Kind of like how to win in business. <clears throat> so it's called The Price of Fake is Real, How to Gain Real Business Success. And the, the whole premise of it is don't pretend that you have it together and you know what you're doing if you don't. Get help, get support, and don't make it about pride, make it about profit.
0: So, okay, that's really huge about not pretending. Yes. And in in so many ways, I mean, so many ways in business where we see everybody's highlight reel on Mm -hmm. Facebook and we're comparing Mm -hmm. our in the trenches, build it moment to somebody's highlight reel. And then adding on top of that, the fact that half of those highlight reels aren't accurate.
1: That's correct. And that is the thing that pisses me off about the internet, because anybody can make themselves look a certain way and not everyone knows how to discern what's real and what's not. And for those people who don't know how to discern that they get screwed.
0: You're so, so right. And I think the reason I don't think that many people set out to be manipulative or set out to be with ill intent, but they're scared to show the truth.
1: Yes. And they want to seem very successful. So people choose them. So you bring everything that's good and wonderful about you and you don't show the scary stuff or the mistakes and the challenges, which is what really attracts people. We know, right?
0: I have definitely learned yeah, <clears throat> to just stand and say, kind of like you did in the beginning where you put out your shingle and were devastated when it didn't work, yeah. uh, to say, look, these were my mistakes. Don't make
1: them. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's not all great when you become an entrepreneur. It's not all great. You're gonna have moments when you wish you could have just gone to somebody else's job and let them pay you. But you have to figure out all your stuff for yourself because this is the life you want, and You want to have the freedom, you wanna have more control over your financial destiny, over your days, your nights, whatever. Sometimes we don't have control of our days and nights, but that's another story. <laughs> but you want all that, and so you go into business ownership or you become an entrepreneur, But if you don't get it right and you don't acknowledge that I don't know everything, I don't know this, I need someone to help me. Don't be embarrassed about failing because it's from that you're going to win.
0: Absolutely. Um, I've had, I do, um, I coach some other coaches. Mm -hmm. And I've had several coaches say to me that they would like to work with me, but they didn't want anyone to know that they were working with me or that they didn't want um, anyone to tell them what to do. Oh. And to me, (laughs) all I want is someone else who's been successful (laughs) is to tell me
1: what to do. That's the point. That's the point you go to school to do our mentor you you don't know no. i can't tell you of the people i know who lost their business because they kept their head in the cloud and pretend that everything was okay and and have the whole facade that it was spending money where they shouldn't to look good and all that stuff and meanwhile their business was suffering and their household was suffering and they're losing relationships because of it
0: so where does somebody start maybe we inspired somebody to get real with themselves and and the way that i always phrase it is have an honest conversation with yourself yes where do they start what would you
1: accept your limitations do an assessment of where you are where you want to be how are you gonna where's that bridge you need to build a bridge we all need to build a bridge to get to where we want to be what do you need on that bridge? Who do you need to be there? Who do you need to hold your hand and walk you over? Who do you need to put stuff on it? Whether it's your um, a life raft for you, whatever. Who do you need to help you get there? I know that as much as I know about finance and business, I would never attempt to fix my own car. I would never, right. never attempt to do my own home improvement because I don't know that and it's going to cost me more so just start with your limitations assess what you know you're not great at and find somebody who is
0: and you just said a key piece of it um because i know if i were to do it it would actually cost me more
1: probably me too
0: (laughs) right and i think people and i get it in the beginning there's some bootstrapping that has to happen but Mm -hmm. if you don't let go of some of that so that others who do it better can do it for you. And instead you're trying to go the route of building money. You, I mean, with what you do, you understand, you cannot save your way to being successful.
1: No. You have to invest into the future that you want. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I can't even think of a better... Tone to end on except that I mean that's amazing. Um, I am going to put your notes in the links and the show notes, but For someone to get in touch with you and what you can do for them. Why don't you share it in your own words and we'll make sure people have that information as well.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. One of the things I have right now. I have a Facebook group called the profitable ones. And I share lessons, lessons from my own story, lessons from other clients, um, tidbits from my book, and anyone who joins that, if they have questions directly for me, they can post them, because other people get to benefit and hear, and, and so they all benefit. So once you're a member of that group, they get answers. And also, I wanna offer your audience an opportunity to have a profit boost session with me Nine. can only do five but when they join the, the group they will get selected or they can do another thing they can go to my link profit boost with Donna and and claim their spot right away
0: profit boost with Donna to claim your spot and the name of the Facebook group again
1: the profitable ones
0: the profitable ones, nice, and we will make sure we have the links i My background before I became an entrepreneur was in financial services Ah, and so I absolutely get the difference between making money and building wealth, and also that this is where all your stories step up and mess you up.
1: Oh, I love
0: that. you can use that I am have- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They step up your, your stories step up. They mess up your intentions. Um, so having somebody who understands the financial side of business to help mm-hmm. guide you through that type of problem um, yeah. can be absolutely invaluable. So thank you so much for sharing some of your story with us. I know I got stuff out of it. I know it'll inspire other people. I love hearing what everybody is up to. And thank you again for
1: joining me. And thank you. I got some good stuff from chatting with you too.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet. And I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at ConquerYourBusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.